you guys probably couldn't hear it, but Alex did like a recording now in like a sexier voice than I just did. And it felt like when you go to the movies and you ride the little roller coaster. You remember the little roller coaster? No. What, what movie theater has a roller coaster, Jake? Wait, do you guys actually not know what I'm talking about? No, we do not. When you go to the movies at like a big like whatever thing and you can ride like not ride actually, but the screen before the movie does the whole like visual like you're in a roller coaster and you're oh, riding through the like going through the universe and there's yeah. like little spaceships and things. Was this not important to y'all growing up? No, it was, but you made it seem like there was a physical roller coaster inside I the mean, movie theater. I mean, if you have you imagination, am I the only one with childlike wonder left in this world? Am I the main character? <laughs> Jake, Jake, your theater just had smell o vision. And so you got Dude. the 4D rumble seat experience uh, that we didn't only have. Only at the movies. Only in Spy Kids 4D. Hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast, and I'm Matthew. And I'm Alex. And I'm Famous Jake. Welcome back. <laughs> we were on hiatus, and now we're back. You missed this content. Doo-doo-doo. Famous Jake is my favorite barbecue place. <laughs> you imagine what my barbecue sauce would taste like? Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, so this is episode 28, um, part two of our big movie bracket. Uh, coming at you today, we've got Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs versus Promare. And in the second half of the episode, Destroy All Monsters versus Big Man Japan. It's going to be a, a a good one. It sure is. Alex, you don't seem enchanted. Um, you know, We'll talk about it. We'll talk about I'm it. I'm sure we'll get into it. I don't know how I feel about it anymore. But this is the big bracket. We pick big movies, movies with with big things. Um, maybe it's in the title. Maybe it's in the movie itself. Uh, it's big. That's the I bracket. can't believe you hate Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> uh, Alex, do you want to introduce Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? I Wait, sure uh, before can. that, before that, I have oh. to say a spoiler warning. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you. <laughs> we will be spoiling these movies. And guys, it was a hiatus and I still remembered my job. So we're proud of put a put a dub in the chat. We're streaming this live anyway. <laughs> All right, yeah. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, released in 2009, directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh, This movie follows a, you could call him a failed inventor, but he really just hasn't hit his stride yet, Flint Lockwood, uh, who attempts to save his town, uh, Swallow Falls, which is trapped in a never-ending cycle of eating horrible sardines, and he tries to make them good food by turning water into yum-yums. Uh, Accidentally, his experiment goes wrong, and his machine ends up in the stratosphere, where clouds get turned into food, which becomes food weather. Hilarity ensues. I picked this movie because I just think it's really good. I didn't see it when it first came out. This one was in that phase of my life where I was like, oh, I'm a teenager now. I don't need to see kids movies. And so I didn't see it for a long time. And then I did see it, and it's great. You sounded like a Scooby-Doo villain when you said that. Mm. <laughs> he is a Scooby. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Um, yeah, what do you guys think of this movie? I really like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. This is such a like comforting little movie, and uh, I think the chemistry is really sweet in it, and the like it's such fun fun jokes, and I think like it's very it's just very like it's just fun and nice, 
and I like food and I like and I remember the book as a kid and I'm like meatballs. That's my nuanced opinion. That's my nuanced film opinion, folks. Wow, I can't believe Jake studied film. Yeah. Um <laughs> I can't believe it either. <laughs> quote quote Jake. Meatballs. Yeah. Meatballs. Um yes, yeah, so this was my first time seeing this movie. Really? Um Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? What? It just feels like such a popular movie. That's awesome. No, I just love it when like we watch movies for the first time. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's exciting to me. It was pretty fun. I really liked Bill Hader. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a good ride. Nuanced film opinion from Matthew. I really like Bill Hader. <laughs> I really like Bill Hader. Uh, go watch Barry. Dude, go watch Barry. Barry. Is so good. Go watch Barry. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can introduce Promare on the other side of this. Uh, Promare, released in 2019, directed by Hiroyuki Imaishi, um, and produced by Studio Trigger, baby. Uh, the boys at Trigger continue to save anime in this epic firefighting world-saving adventure. I love Trigger. They are the one of the raddest uh studios <laughs> uh and they keep uh keep doing the same thing um this uh our leading man here gallo is basically just kamina uh from tangentop and Gurren lagan um and gallo in the burning rescue fire department face off against leo and the burnish a group of mutants who are able to control and wield flames um and they eventually have to team up and save the world from the true threat of total annihilation. Uh, this movie is absolutely bonkers, um, <laughs> but it is so, so, so much fun. Um, I saw this one like right when it came out um, and knew it had to end up on this show eventually. Um Big things, you can't get much bigger than the big destruction, giant soul energy, uh, giant robot. It's so good, um, in my opinion. <laughs> Jake, what's your opinion? Yeah, uh, I so wait, shout out. I mean, this is the first one that uh, Matthew's picked where I hadn't seen it before. Beep, beep, beep. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, it was on my radar. This is one of those, like, recently, right? Because it came out 2019, like you said. And, mm -hmm. like, um, it just fell on the wayside of, like, oh, I know I'm going to see it. I know I want to see it. And I just didn't see it because life gets busy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I love I love anime. Uh, the, this voice cast is insane. English or the Japanese sides. voice cast? Both. Okay, yeah. I, I, I looked at both of them because, like, there's, there's fucking Steve Blum. That's Cowboy Bebop. That's my king. Um, in the English, <laughs> but there's also the motherfucker like Kanata from Akira is like in it and like Ichigo in Bleach. Like that's insane. It, insane voice cast. Uh, there are a lot of things that I'm like, what's going on in this movie? But like not in a in a bad way, in a way that I want to talk about, especially with Matthew, because I know that uh, it's just it was really fun watching this movie with Matthew in mind specifically because, like, I just, I have so many questions for him specifically, and uh, I can't wait to get into it. What about you, Alex? Honestly, I don't really know where I stand with this movie. It's a lot. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Um, that's, that's Studio Trigger's uh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think I, I have very few opinions when it comes to this movie. I'm, like, very much a blank slate. So I'm excited for you guys to talk about it and me 
to think. Okay. I'm excited for me to think. Because, yeah, I mean, I just, it's there's a lot in this movie. Packed into a pretty short runtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Uh, it's, I, I love this movie so much, um, but I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. I mean, get, getting into yeah, it a little bit, it does, like, just jump the fuck around sometimes. Like, the b- most, like, egregious moment was when they they dropped the, the two leads off, and they're like, cool down, and they <laughs> melt the ice, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a secret <laughs> thing, and boom, there's a new objective. There was always, like, boom, new... I felt like I was in a video game. Um... <laughs> and from a stylistic standpoint, also, I really did like the animation um, in totality, but sometimes it was too much. Sometimes it was like my senses were like, oi, 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 uh, we could dial this down a little bit. But I really liked the triangles and like the shit they were doing geometry. Yeah. Like, so cool. But the I just thought they could stuff tone it in, down a bit. In the slow moments, it looked so good. But in those action sequences, it's just so fast. I could not follow anything at all. Unfortunate that you guys are just living your life at a lower vibration than I am. Matt, I'm sorry that we're not <laughs> weebs. Um. No, and I fully am. That's the thing. I fully love this shit. But I even I was still like, ooga booga. Um it could have used a little bit of uh, Studio Trigger's patented clip art animation style. Uh, shout Dude. out to Inferno Cop. Dude, yeah. <laughs> That's a little one for anyone in the audience who's actually seen that show. Also, Inferno Cop and then this thing. Get get get, get a new get a new idea. Get a <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh the I'm I'm really happy that like uh, two animated films got brought up together, um, which is really cool. Because I remember when the cloudy with a meatball, like they're so jiggly. In that <laughs> cloudy with a meatball. It's a cloudy with a meatball. Cloudy with a meatball. Yeah, one so for some meatball. reason, me saying the word chance was too much for that moment. I was like, I can't. That's too I many can't words. Do it. Cloudy with a meatball was like they're jiggly, man. Yeah, the animation. It's. It's from Sony. So, like, I kind of expected it to have the same, like, animation feel as, like, all the other Sony movies, you know? Um, But, like, they're just... Everything is so fluid in this weird way. It's, like, totally stationary and then just, like, wiggly fluid arms. Uh, One might almost call it plasmaticity. Ooh, there we Mm. go. There we go, history of animation. Ooh, Pew, pew, pew. Hitting, the, hitting those buzzwords. <laughs> Shout Eric, out if you're listening. Shout out, Eric. <laughs> Are you proud of us yet? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Eric, we live for your approval. No, but they fuck these movies in your class, Eric. <laughs> they jiggle. They Something jiggle. I want to talk about with Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, um, because, Jake, you mentioned good chemistry. And while I think, I, I don't know exactly what you're referring to, um, but. Well, I think there's like good chemistry in terms of playing off each other between um, Bill Hader as Flint Lockwood and Anna Faris's Sam Sparks. Um, Their romance made me so uncomfortable. Um, He just kept trying to like make a move on her and like kiss her and she kept turning him down and he continued to do it. And it just made me so uncomfy. Um, which I don't think is how it's supposed to be interpreted, but it 
felt that way to me. And uh, yeah, I, I just want to I just want to, I don't know, talk through those feelings. No, so I meant like comedic chemistry. I thought it was, oh, they okay. bounced off each other like everyone, like Andy Samberg and like Bruce Campbell is in this movie as the mayor. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I thought that because I was actually going to mention the relationships because I thought with Promare too, like they there was a not, it was less like. Uh, how you said with Cloudy, where if it was like a little uncomfy, but it was more like just like sudden in Promare, like when they had that random scene <laughs> in the beginning where they're like, I forgot what the girl's name is, but like it just was like, what's happening here? Why are they doing this like Ina dip? And then like she appears, like, I don't know, it just felt out of nowhere, especially for his character. I was like, I really want the two dudes to kiss, and well, then they technically do so. They eat. They he eats his flame, and then they get it on, and uh, well, like they get it on in the fight. But you know it's, what I mean. It's the most non-boys love boys love <laughs> that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, like I was shipping them hard, but then they did the shit with the girl, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they don't. I th- I think they explicitly have Gallo like not directly um turn down her advance, but he is totally unaware of it. Um, yeah. I think Gallo's meant to be a little bit of an aromantic character. Um, him and Leo's relationship is platonic in the true sense of like they are incredibly intimate, incredibly close. But I think mostly it's non-romantic. Kind of Pacific Rim. Like it reminds me of Pacific yeah. Rim and those connections, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. My thing with with Gallo's relationship, though, with sorry, what was the girl's name? Ina. Yeah, Ina. That's uh, right. Gallo's yeah. relationship with Ina um, to me. It doesn't feel as purposeful. Like for me, it feels yeah. like the purpose was to make a joke because he was playing into that stereotypical character of clueless nitwit. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and it feels less like as a thematic thing. Um, yeah. I feel yeah. like in Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs, the relationship for me feels like these these are two nerds who are never fit in thinking up who never fit in, who have never had real relationships you know, and like that is for me where it reads. And so for me, that is incredibly relatable because that was my life in middle school, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, that's not uncomfortable. It is like it is a lived experience of not knowing how to talk to a person and that person like mm. kind of knowing how, but like also not, you know, because she also is like hiding herself. So I think for me, those moments read less as her turning him down and more as her hiding who she is. If that makes sense. That yeah. Makes sense. Like there is definitely the one moment where he tries to kiss her and she says, like, what are you doing? Yeah. But other than that, I don't know that there are many moments where she like explicitly turns him down. I don't know. It, it just felt super, super uncomfy to me. Yeah. Um, but like I like I think the rest of the chemistry between the two is good. And I totally get the perspective of kind of the nerdy not knowing what to do. Um, I just love the just, jello scene. Yeah, it's pretty fun. My favorite my favorite joke in that scene is when he puts the glasses on her and you see in her blurry perspective that he looks like this huge buff guy with like a giant chin and then it like <laughs> goes on. He looks like this crazy weirdo. Oh, yeah. so good. Well, Matthew, please finish your thought. Um, it, it's not those scenes of like them awkwardly trying to talk to each other or like navigate, you know, trying to have intimacy with another person. It is like explicitly the trying to kiss her that ha- I, you know, from what I recall happens like two or three times until the very end of the movie. Um, and it just, I don't know. It just came off really. It just came off badly to me. Um, yeah. 
which just is what it is, you know? Yeah, I guess so. You're right. Can we talk and about Brent? Chicken I Brent. <laughs> love Chicken Brent. Matt, what did you think of Chicken Brent having seen it for the first time? Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, I So my my real-time reaction, um, my Brent notes, um, at first was just how much I dislike Brent. We all hate oh, Brent. Not a baby anymore. True. We all it's hate true. Brent. <laughs> Redeemed Brent? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> uh, and then ate Brent. <laughs> and then chicken brent um so really thoughtful notes from me yeah, about the character wow. um i it was so absurd um i i like looked away from the screen for a moment uh, <laughs> um <laughs> you're like, you talking about baby. him eating brent and i'm just like what just happened <laughs> and i'm just like i, I rewind it like 20 seconds and i'm like damn straight wow <laughs> I think Brent for me is such a good he is such a good character because he absolutely could have just been bully who like loses his stride and becomes nothing by the end of the movie. Right. But they like keep pushing it where he like just gets closer and closer to the main cast until he's with them in the car. And then he becomes chicken Brent <laughs> and he just is doing karate fighting the rotisserie. Chi- it's so, so good. Uh, chicken Brent. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I actually did want to talk about like comedy, like in these two and like how they like, both um cloudy is a very punny movie like they can't help themselves with all the food it's pretty like they do it a lot and promare but like i I, i'm sure we all noticed but like it's very tongue-in-cheek like there's a lot of jokes in promare that are like uh stop coming up for names for things or like stuff like that for Um, all his moves for all his moves there's all this tongue-in-cheek stuff that goes on in promare that's very much a wink to anime as an industry yeah. to genre the genre of like stuff that trigger makes yeah um, so like all, all with of the, those... the like over the top like super long-winded explanation and the you know character not actually caring the naming all your moves yeah there there is a lot of tongue-in-cheek Dude, i actually like put in a note i was like oh my god wouldn't it be like so funny if everyone even little characters got a title card and then towards the end, when, like, everything was getting a title card, I was like, guys, please, actually, wait, don't do it. Stop. <laughs> I just felt like Promare's jokes, like, they did so many more that didn't land for me. Um, <laughs> and so many more of Cloudy's did. They're both cheesy and putty and whatever, and I really did like what Promare was doing. I was like, ah, but I thought they did it a little too I much. wonder if it's my, like closeness Experience. to the genre that makes me enjoy a lot more of that more yeah i mean you're you're definitely closer to it diane but i'm pretty close to it like i don't talk about it as much but i like i genuinely <laughs> love like the genre you know what i mean like i do watch a lot of it it just felt like it was like come, come on guys <laughs> let's what uh I, yeah what i really love about cloudy with a chance of meatballs is it I remember it was marketed as look at all these food puns like that is what I remember seeing in all of the commercials and then actually seeing the movie it's so much like it has so many more jokes than that like mm-hmm. there are jokes in relationships jokes in dynamics like I just think it in a very similar way to Shrek 2 it has no right being as funny as it is uh 
And I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan. I did think Promare had a lot of very funny moments. Dude, um, when they showed the actual title card, when they said Promare as a <laughs> roll credits thing, I thought that shit was hilarious. But I also thought the movie was like accidentally funny at times. But like, Matthew, feel free to correct me if you feel the vibe's different. But certain things where it was like, when um they're talking to the governor, right? And they're like, Cray. Gov, yeah, Gov, Cray, Gov. And he's like, all of a sudden hits him and he's like, I hate being called Gov out of nowhere. And that's his like villain. I was like, that's hilarious and out of nowhere and dub. But I was like, that's funny, right? But then I was like, wait, did they mean that to be his serious villain reveal? Um, I hate being called Gov. Totally changed like where he's at. It's definitely a little column A, a little column B. Yeah. Um, something I mentioned to these two is there are actually two prequel shorts, OVAs, yeah. original video animations. Yeah. Um, Gallo Hen and Leo Hen um, that give a little bit more backstory on the two of them um, because there was only so much that they could fit in the full release of the movie. And also they wanted to make more money um, by selling OBAs. Um, that explains a little bit more of some things, but I don't want to get too much into it because, you know, it's not part of the movie. And I think the movie can please be watch it. without it. Yeah, please watch them, though, because um, I really do think like this is this is a fun movie, especially for recent times um like i it's a good anime film that i feel like look, went under the radar i think you cannot understate like i know you guys it's a little too much in the the action scenes the once the movie hits the climax and then it just keeps like ramping up I was gonna getting say, bigger which part and is better the and bigger and better motherfucker they were like oh all of a sudden we have six months to live on this earth and we're like, what <laughs> what happened yeah but sorry continue yeah. I love the the character who like gives them the giant robot in the end and is like explains what the whole plot of the movie actually Dude. is is named Deus Ex like the robot is Deus Ex Machina like mm-hmm. so good so funny uh God from the Sheen uh classical old uh, writing tool that used to be used in plays and other things um yes. so funny yeah it's uh incredible from, wait Matthew. From- Go ahead. I have a question for you. Uh, again, I had all these questions for you. Um, for I was watching this in the beginning where it's just the firefighter team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fire Force, or I, I forget exactly what they're called. But just them. <laughs> Something like that. But just them. Uh, I was trying to guess rolling. your favorite. Yeah, thank you. I was trying to guess your favorite for when the, <laughs> the title cards, because I can picture you getting real excited with these characters. <laughs> And the one that reminded me the most of you at first, and I was watching it in order, so these are my notes, and I was just like, Remy feels like Matthew's favorite. Because that Which like, one is slick Remy? dude is Remy... with the glasses. The, yeah, the, the one si- green not hair. His title card was just, he lifts his glasses and goes, hmm. And like, I was like, oh shit, that's <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> but then, my immediate note after, I was like, oh no, Gallus might be his favorite shirtless boy. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, can, can I read you um remy's uh description yes please wow do. he just he has it ready please do <laughs> the vice president of burning rescue looks speak volumes as yep. he is indeed cool <laughs> and smart <laughs> <laughs> uh, then it goes on to talk about how capable he is and how much of a team leader he is so but, was yeah, i right so, do you so relate most favorite character 
Um, I relate to him, sure. Uh, but I also relate to the burning firefighter soul of Gallo, of course. God, um, he says it so many times. <laughs> Why does he say it so many it, times? That is another kind of trigger yeah, in joke. Yeah. Um, other stuff that this exact... So, a little bit of background. Tengentop and Gurren Lagann, um, technically made by Gainax, but directed by the same director, produced by a lot of the animation team, is sort of all about they piercing the heavens is the phrase they use a ton. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, that phrase becomes really iterative, and that's across a 28-episode series. Um, so, they, they started doing that in, like, every series they make. They have their main character has, like, their phrase, and this one has <laughs> burning firefighter I soul. Thought it was, um, I thought it was also tongue-in-cheek about, like, shonen, like, anime, like, Naruto's. Yes. Like, that's my ninja way, like, all the fucking time. Abs- absolutely. And I thought it was so funny. It. I thought it was, because you also have the voice actor from Bleach in there, Chico. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's so, that, that part was so funny. Also, underrated storytelling element, they just, like, hammered it over our heads, but, like, he has the burning soul of a firefighter and then like he is his, you know, partner, his like Pacific Rim connection partner uh, is, <laughs> is like the burning. Fire. Like, so he is a burnish, you know, in a way, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is really cool and really good setup storytelling. If they didn't say it a million fucking times in your face. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, hey. I just I get <laughs> I get that it's a joke, but at one at, like at a certain point, it just like when he said it, like. 20 times just during the final fight with Cray, it got to be a little too much for me. Like, I get it. You're a firefighter. <laughs> I get it. You fight fires. You know, like, if you want to say there's like a fire inside, like, he doesn't have to add on soul of a firefighter every but he single does. time. That's because what kills it's his me. soul. It's his soul, Alex. That's deep within him. <laughs> he, he is not just a firefighter in terms of occupation, literally inside of his being. He must be a firefighter. Um, I will. I will say. I feel like this story in Promare happens so often. At least the beginning, like because the second half goes off the rail of like six months, and then like whatever it gets, it gets more, and then aliens. But um, <laughs> and it doesn't make it any less good. But I've seen it a lot lately, lately, which is so interesting. Like with like the refugee enemies, like enemies in quotes, like not really mm-hmm. being enemies, and the superhero or the cop in the mixture, and the main character realizing they're not as bad as they thought, down to them being like captured and so, seeing the injured. Like it, it like that is like beat for. But beat. you can say you can say the exact same thing about Cloudy with a chance of exactly balls, like, yeah. giant food falling from the sky yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. happens too often so done so, so done. one one little thing <laughs> on that and we should probably vote soon but something yeah, that's really yeah. interesting with Promare um you mentioned it being overdone now but the movie's actually been in production since 2013 um oh, which God, is when they started crazy. the writing anime in animation process so I don't know necessarily how many rewrites and things have happened to maybe change the story in that time. Um, but in that sense, um, it's yeah, still a so trope that I feel like is 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 prevalent. It's but yeah, it's, it's you're been around that for is a really long interesting. Time. That's really cool. I love that's why like animated movies, man, they could be in production for so, so long. Um, awesome that it got made. I, I could I could talk about Promare all day, so we should probably vote. Promare is worth a watch for sure. Um, I could vote. I'll go first. Uh, I'm voting for Clyde with a chance of meatballs. Yeah, figured as much, and I am voting for Promare. Um, 
I did start off this like pretty like in the middle, honestly. Um, I do enjoy both these movies, and th- shout out Matthew for uh, showing me Promare. I was very excited with it, and I'm excited to watch the supplementary stuff. Um, but I'm gonna go with Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs here. I think there was just a little bit. There were too many little things that like bothered me about Promare, and less little things about Cloudy. So yeah, that's how it goes. Jake, do you want to go ahead and introduce Big Man Japan? Oh God, guys, the second half here. We're getting into these are great matchups. I will say. Uh, very fun matchups. So, Big Man Japan, 2007, by uh, Hitoshi Matsumoto. Um, it's an ordinary middle-aged slacker, uh, who uses electricity to transform himself into a building-sized hero. Uh, he's able, you know, <laughs> he he protects Japan from from big monsters. And despite the good he does, he's an unpopular guy in Japan. It's like a mockumentary <laughs> style. Uh, it satirizes the kaiju genre, uh, which is super dope. And I just remember watching this for the first time with some friends. And we're just like, let's pick a weird little movie. And this popped up. And it's just, I have so much fun watching this movie. And like, it's really interesting uh, especially like in the beginning, they break down the mockumentary, and then it just gets ludicrous. And I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of it, um, and I love this kind of thing. So I hope you guys like it. If anything, I'm just glad I made someone else watch it. Uh, <laughs> so and hopefully, listeners, if you guys please watch this movie, it's on YouTube for free. It's very fun. What do you guys think, uh, Alex? I want to hear your thoughts first. Yeah, listeners, um, you can also find that it, indicative of what this movie is, you can also find it for free on the app Voodoo uh, alongside yeah. movies uh, such as Velocipaster uh, and other other goodies. Um, I similarly to Promare don't know how I feel about this one. <laughs> That's fair. Um, because on one hand, I love mockumentary and this movie does it so, so well. Um, all of the like little moments where he's a normal sized person are incredible. I think they're so good. But God, I don't want to look at him when he's the big, big boy <laughs> animation. <laughs> the it animation's like very jarring. The characters look like <laughs> monsters made in like a WWE game. Like that is <laughs> that is what the animated characters look like, and it is god awful. The baby with the tiny hands and tiny feet. Dude, these monsters. Like, uh, it, these eldritch horrors of characters. Yes. It, I love it. But, but it's not eldritch horror because it's designed that way. It's eldritch horror because it's bad animation. Uh, to me, at least. Um, so I, I'm pretty torn on this movie. Matthew? Um, much like Jake, I have this memory of being younger and hanging out with my friends and just wanting to get together and watch a weird movie (laughs) um this movie would have fit that so 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 well um i'd heard about this movie before like i knew it existed that there's this mockumentary i knew basically nothing else and i am so glad um because this movie is best on a blind watch uh audience if you want to see this movie without it being spoiled please go do it it's bizarre um, in the best way. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I enjoyed it in all its strangeness, and I'm excited to talk about it. Well, hey, on the other side, let's uh, introduce uh, what it's going up against. Destroy All Monsters, released in 1968, directed by Ishiro Honda. Um, all your favorite monsters are here. 
and they're living peacefully <laughs> on monster land um, <laughs> where they want for nothing. All their needs are provided for and they cannot escape to destroy the world as they may want. But that all changes when the Kilax, Kilax, I don't know, man, <laughs> a race of sentient shape-shifting rocks, I think, um, <laughs> uh, release the monsters to wreak havoc on the world, uh, leading to the most absurd uh, gang-busting destruction of Earth cities, beat-em-up, alien pol- politics, um, meant to be a big series send-off to the kaiju genre as directed by Ishiro Honda. Um and it is that send off in all of the emblematic cheesiness of <laughs> kaiju movies that they became known for later. Um, Godzilla is worth a watch just on its own. Uh, so full of over the top acting, repeated Dude. shots, so Dude. many repeated shots so uh, many. and Godzilla's useless son. Um, my favorite <laughs> character. Cool. God. I, I have to interject because, yeah, one, his introduction was, wow, wild. And two, who was Godzilla clapping cheeks? Um, I don't know if it's ever explained, my guy. <laughs> Whose cheeks um, is Godzilla clapping? Godzilla is a single dad. That's really what matters. Okay. <laughs> he um, didn't adopt. That motherfucker looks just like him. And my <laughs> my favorite thing is Son of Godzilla, I think, was the, the movie released in the sort of kaiju um genre just before this one it came out in 67 um which is so funny that is hysterical um i so i didn't realize what a close connection i actually had with with uh this movie i played a game boy advance game that was destroy all monsters (laughs) and you could play as the monsters and they would fight each other and part of the game was you had to destroy the city to get power to like destroy the monsters and i remember Ghidorah was overpowered always my my one big gripe with the monsters in this movie is that Mothra is a grub the whole time. Why is Mothra just a grub? How's that grub <laughs> destroying anything? It's just like inchworming across the world. They're like, it's just it's attacking America. And it's like inchworming toward a railroad track. And it's like this bug can't do a single thing. It's just a big bug. You ever seen the blob? I have seen the blob. Um but the monster, the the people in these monster suits are so funny. The guy in Godzilla was having an absolute uh, Ball blast, just like flailing his arms, kicking things. <laughs> that final fight with Ghidorah, and they're all just like standing, jumping on the suit, like <laughs> kicking it while it's on the ground. So funny. It's so good. Similarly, yeah, uh, this was a lot... I just love how this shit was on PBS. That's how I watched it. And there's like <laughs> Lakeshore Classic Movies presents Destroy Bots. <laughs> and I can picture little Matthew cuddling up to watch this on PBS Movies Online alone after faking being sick or something. And oh my God. I think both these movies are hilarious for like almost the same reason. And it's like a very good match. Cause like talking about them dressed up and uh, fighting, and then the end. Where the co- at the end of Big Man Japan, where it's the costume scene with Super Justice just beating the shit out of Red Baby in a costume, they just beat the shit, and I'm just like, at the end of, they're just all beating the shit of each other. But, but so that's my thing. Like, if they had the cost, like if they were able to make, I would have liked Big Man Japan a lot more if it had been costumes the whole time instead of the animation. Mm. I don't know. I I think that I I, I think th- I'm. Yeah. Go ahead, Jake. Go ahead, Jake. 
No, you have probably a way more formed thought. Go for it. I think that there are sort of these two sides to that coin. Like my favorite, um, perhaps my favorite scene in Big Man Japan um, is that super is the super justice fight and the the during the mid you know the during credit scene critique afterwards yeah so funny i agree with you that that's so much funnier because it plays into the genre trope so much better but i i i almost love how much they blindside the audience with it yeah um it makes it like hits doubly as hard because this whole time you're watching this awful cgi um (laughs) and it's just (laughs) really it's it's bad okay it's 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 tough to look at sometimes uh most of the time and you just get these super abhorrent looking strange monsters and i think that's some of like really what they wanted to go for mm-hmm. um is like these like weird buttholes and like <laughs> just like gross God, creatures the sexy the gross <laughs> dude the sex puzzles <laughs> i think what the fuck is going on or when he dropped the kid and it died <laughs> that was so funny dude. that was amazing i genuinely do think though that like this filmmaker like he definitely did all like that shit on purpose kind of what matthew was saying like the cgi being awful like sure it was also side of the times of 2000 set whatever but it was very tug-in-cheek of like this is awful and he's awful and like it's so like the people don't like this at all but that's why <laughs> the end is so funny like the the name of the move was called baby or die <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good those like um... news cards are were really funny <laughs> Those were so funny. And while I like Destroy All Monsters and the things, I thought there weren't enough monsters. I thought we focused on the people way too much. Whenever we were there, I'm like, too much people. Get away from the all-women race aliens. That's like, what? get away from it. <laughs> you, you can, the thing is, Jake, is you can only build so many tiny toy cities. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I, that's, it's so funny. <laughs> I just feel like while Big Man Japan is like a clear deconstruction satire in a fun, ridiculous way, um, Destroy All Monsters just feels like it kind of happens where like Godzilla is invading and it doesn't feel like it's a big... I just like... I most recently watched Godzilla uh, First Kong, like literally like a week mm. before we decided this. The 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 the, the new one. The new one. And, yeah, yeah okay. Yes, that's an important distinction. And um, <laughs> I like... You know, when Godzilla Vader is like, oh, it's a big deal. And then in this one, it's like, Godzilla. And they're like, all right, next scene. Um, This movie just, like, Destroy All Monsters just vibes in a random way that feels loose, which is so funny. Like, there's that scene where the director, whatever his name is, he's like, what I say now, I say from 10 years ago. Remember that typhoon? (laughs) Now, excuse me, I'm tired. That's the whole line (laughs) in that press conference. And uh, there was that one, there was just so many funny things. Like, there was the French dub where it was like, Radio Paris reporting, it is destroyed. That was totally someone doing a French, like, that was not a real French person. There's no way that was some dude in a studio be like, oh, shit, we forgot to do this ADR for this French guy. Oh, my God. I think, yeah, I think Destroy All Monsters was so funny. But, like, I felt like it was vibe funny. And I just wanted more of the monsters in it. I, I destroy get all monsters. I want the monsters. I like. I really didn't care about the soldier who like with the woman, and he's like, I just, I just <laughs> didn't really, I don't really care. 
I, 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 I get it. I get that. I wonder if Destroy All Monsters is better if you've recently, like, seen the monster movies that were made beforehand. Because, like, this movie doesn't go into the character of Godzilla. But I'm sure there's more yeah. of that in Godzilla of, like, oh, Godzilla as a character. So I wonder if that then, if it's a the monster verse, you know, of, like... Mm. They don't need to do the character development for Godzilla and destroy all <laughs> monsters because they already did it. Uh, there's kind of a yes and no to that. <laughs> um, because the original Godzilla is more of a political thriller than it is yeah. a monster movie. Yeah. Um, and then it sort of evolved over time as they're like, wait, <laughs> this is fucking rad, dude. Big, big monsters. <laughs> big monsters. Um, so, like, there's, there is, in some sense, of, like, Godzilla goes from lone creature to godzilla has a son uh <laughs> like th- that's that's the amount of um movies worth we we have to develop godzilla they eventually ran out of ideas and gave him a son so there yeah it's kind of a yes and no um i don't think you're gonna get much more character <laughs> development from the monsters um but on the other on the other side of it i really feel like big man japan like it did a lot with character development that I thought was really cool and stuff I didn't think of, like um, like the turning his fights into TV slots, the the um, karaoke lady talking about like the toilet tanks and him shrinking back uh, in those like scenes, I think is like really cool. And like his grandfather having dementia and getting big and all that. Like, yeah, there are like funny th- scenes with it that like make it hilarious. <laughs> but um, or like with his daughter. Oh, my God. One of the funniest bits in this movie was them being like, I don't, I don't want the daughter in it. Like, can you not get the daughter? And then the daughter has the deep voice change in the blur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, that's my issue though with Big Man Japan is that I like all of those things, but I just hate all of the monster scenes. Like, I thought I they just... looked so cool, and their little <laughs> overviews, like the little straggly one. Like, I thought they looked, and they were so original and innovative. Like, that's the other thing too. Like, they like were I I could never come up with that fucking monster unless I was like, but like I it reminded me of like creepy YouTube video shorts that are like just hmm. like body oh my god bad yeah. animation. Like that's what it reminded me of, and it didn't feel like good to watch. You know, it didn't feel like I was watching monster fights which is what i i either wanted it to be monster fights it didn't feel like it was monster fights no it felt like i was watching body horror uh what was that movie (laughs) we watched in in eric's class what was the one about the asylum it felt like that oh yeah i (laughs) i just i'm not a fan of the red demon was legit scary i it was hard to look at i don't think it was scary just walking (laughs) behind him and beating him with like the problem was the (laughs) For me, the mon- the animation didn't feel like a like real fights, like because the hits they like I I just I just didn't feel yeah. Where in Godzilla, I mean, like it was real people kicking something, like I know <laughs> that they were hitting it. I know they were just were barely in it. Uh so for I just think yeah, that's tricky. I I love how in Godzilla, every single time the monsters attacked, it was the exact same thing of like the monsters are attacking the city. Let's get in and see. Oh no, they're jamming our signals. We have to go. They're attacking. There's a UFO. Let's chase it. Oh no, we lost Dude. the UFO. It's the same thing every single time. Yeah. I can, uh, again, like, sim- similar with Premiere, the only thing I could think of while watching this movie is Little Matthew. Like, this just makes me want to talk, <laughs> like, 
to little Matthew and this like if he watched them all the movies leading up to growing up as a little gremlin alone and if he had posters or ever dressed up as his favorite kaiju and like what his favorite kaiju is and like hmm I don't think I ever dressed up as any of them I do Halloween this year it's not too late do it for the viewers um how much I wished I could destroy a tiny city um, <laughs> wait okay wait this is this is this is backfiring guys this is incriminating <laughs> wait 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 hold on a second big man matthew dude big man matthew let's make it happen can we um make a a requel let's re- reboot let's send sequel. a bunch of volts straight to matthew's nipples <laughs> ah! dude uh please don't so i don't want my nipples electrocuted which is but such what if, it made you, but what if it made you real big matt would you would you electrocute your nipples if it made you real big yes um sorry that was too quick i probably hurts man well it seems it, probably it seems hurt. pretty quick though it seems like yeah, it's pretty quick true. you got big fast and then i then i get to be big i love the but image I, in big man japan of him being in the giant underwear uh, yes. And like you can't see him because he's electrocuted inside it because he has to grow. I love that they so put good. the giant underwear. I love that like they had to have a whole team or like when they like snuck in and did it to him, broke into his house. Like that's doing so it good. for the viewers. Yeah. Um. Actually, one 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 little thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We can we can roll big around man. Japan. Yeah. Big man Japan versus destroy all monsters. Monsters. Who do you think he could win, defeat in a fight? Mothra. <laughs> Dude, I'd be but Godzilla's be son. Like, he would, <laughs> he would pick up Mothra and be like, what do I do with this? And then he would, and like... And Mothra would bite his nipple. <laughs> no, he'd be carrying it, like, running to put it somewhere, and then he would trip and fall on it and crush it. That's what. And then the that's heaven, how he heavenly light would and take then you Mothra would see away. And then you would see a shot from above of an ad on his back that's, like, baby food or something. <laughs> I also think he could probably kill Manila. Yeah, hundred ten percent. That's Godzilla's son. <laughs> yeah, no, Godzilla's son. son would get fucking bodied. Um, so unfortunately, funny. especially because Big Man Japan, we already know, is an experienced baby killer. So, <laughs> it looks so hor- horrific. Um, <laughs> Manila, Manila is so funny. Um, I'll be honest. I I think I'm ready to vote if if unless we have more to talk about because I think no matter um, what we'll have more individual things to talk about these movies. Um, yeah, that's true. But I I, I just want to talk I'm more ready. about them. I love both of these. I, yeah. I think um, I've come to I've I've come to my conclusion. Do you have any little... glaring questions or any comments, Matthew? That could help. Um, clarification: He kills his grandfather on accident, right? He yeah. steps on him as he's running. Yep. Yep. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty damn funny. They were building the whole thing, and he's like, oh, shit. And then he's like, no, I got to get out of here, man. I, I thought it was going to be like a team up, like grandfather, son, and um, <laughs> oh, boy, that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> There's so much. I just think, I really think while Big Benjamin is really funny, I think it does a lot of really cool things. And, um, and yeah. he makes no difference in the beam. Yeah. Um, that is maybe one of the funniest <laughs> Oh my god, just if if you don't want to watch this movie, it, it well, you won't have any context for it, but the 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 mid credit scene, like the ro- the credit roll Dude. scene in the final fight watch, together watch the, is watch so funny. Watch the final funny. fight of Super Justice and then the final credit scene. It's it's, it's really so good. funny. Uh, mm, 
I don't know. I don't know what I want to vote for. I mean, I think Jake, I do in Jake my heart start. of hearts. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm definitely... I'm going to vote here for Big Man Japan. I think not only is it funny and hilarious, I think it does a lot of really cool things. So that's my that's my pitch. I am vo- voting for Destroy All Monsters just because I don't want to look at Big Man Japan anymore. Aww. <laughs> I wish I could vote for both of these movies. Well, you can't. Um, no, I can't. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, well, you can. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> It's the first time ever. They come as a package deal, baby. (laughs) Dude, double features. I'm so nervous for Matthew's pick. I know. So it all comes down to me. I am going to vote for Destroy All Monsters. (gasps) That's a shame. I know, I know. But... I, I need my first movie in three brackets to advance. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, That's a shame. That's a it shame, is. But because I, I, I get it. I, I would love to keep talking about both of these. But and I mean, I know the unfortunate fate that awaits it. <laughs> oh, that's the end of the episode. We did it. I was like, oh, we have another matchup. With we that, did. we have coming at you next episode. Pacific Rim versus Cheaper by the Dozen. And <laughs> Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs versus Destroy All Monsters. So huh. look forward to that. We recorded that episode so long ago, I forgot uh, that Cheaper by the Dozen moved on. Yeah, yeah, that happened. We're feeling big. So get your big, big uh, pants on and watch a big episode. Uh, all right, as um, Jake said in a past life, um, put your big pants on. Um, Tell a big friend about the show. Uh, and if you enjoyed, I don't know, review us on your favorite podcast host. Wait, was that say, were you just saying to, to write a review where you tell, where you write which one of us is their favorite host? Audience, review our podcast uh, no, no. and say which one of us is your favorite host. Um, no, I meant, for me, I meant like, I, I give out ice cream and freezy pops. Um, I uh, meant like out a, on Apple Podcasts. Review us on Apple oh. Podcasts. <laughs> On Apple Podcasts, write that I'm your favorite host. We have ice cream and freezy pops. Freezy pop. Frozone pops. Fro- fro- I don't like that. I don't like oh, frozen pops. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>